What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me. You could have been somewhere else doing something else, but you decided to tune in. So for that, I'm very grateful. I am very excited to welcome our fabulous guest today. Her name is Angela Wilson. Angela discovered yoga or power yoga in 1998 when she was 22 years old and grieving the loss of her close cousin, Danielle. Yoga quickly became her therapy and she realized the more she showed up, the stronger she got both physically and mentally. As she started to heal, she knew she had to share this practice with as many people as possible. And she got certified to teach in 2002, and the rest is history. Soul Yoga Studio opened its doors in 2011, and it hasn't stopped sharing the love for yoga ever since. Everyone, let's welcome Miss Angela Wilson. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Angela. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so, so grateful. Thank you. So let's talk more about that journey, your healing journey with yoga um, and how that time, uh, during that time of loss, how that benefited you and helped you go through that. And then, you know, let's unpack that more. Yeah. So I, I like you said, I was 22 at the time. I, um, I was super close to my cousin. She was a year younger and she was like, I have two sisters. She was like a third sister to me. Um, so it, it hit pretty heavy and, and it was a, it was very sudden. It was very, very sudden. It was a car accident on Christmas Eve, which was oh. not, not easy. So, um, you know, my mom tried to get me to go to therapy, which was great. I went for a couple of weeks and, and I, and at the same time I, I discovered a yoga class and I went, my first yoga class was a lot of like, chanting and breathing and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's not kind of like what I need. I need to move my body and, and move my energy. So um, I, I went back to the gym and back then, you know, it wasn't on every corner like it is now and it wasn't YouTube and there wasn't all that. So I went back the following week and tried a different class and I was hooked. It was a karaoke class. I was hooked instantly. I remember like crying in my first child's pose, bawling my eyes out and down dog. All just, it was like a floodgate of emotions, my first practice. And I was like, this is something big. This is like, I knew I, it's like, I knew right away. And I, and it was, again, it was once a week. So I went once a week for five years, I think it was. And, um, and it was a huge part of my healing. I felt stronger. I felt, um, I felt connected to her. I felt, um, I just felt like I could go and fire on my mat if I needed to, or I could go and rock a awesome warrior too, you know? Um, but that's where I found a lot of my healing. And, I knew I had to share it. I knew I was, this was, you know, you know, one door closes, another opens. And I, I, I look back and I, I still get emotional about it, but it's been 25 years and um, I still practice and I still, now it, it helps me navigate through all of my challenges. It helps the healing. You know, we have a lot of, you know, we have a lot of stuff to unpack. We have a lot of healing to do. We hold on to a lot of stuff and we get stuck in the past. We worry about the future. It's like we're trying to manage all the stuff that we just, it's uh, it's a lot of tugging and back and forth. So, um, it it just I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to be my therapy, to be my spiritual healing, to be my movement, to be you know I just really wasn't expecting it. And I think that's when you at least you know when you don't have expectations, sometimes 
they 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 present themselves and you kind of have to ride with it. So I'm I'm grateful that it happens. Um, and and I was like, I was like the weird yoga tech. Like no one was doing yoga back then. Like I was trying to get friends. I was trying to get friends to come. I'm like, you should come to yoga. Like I'm not doing that crap, you know. Um, so it that's you know, not a new workout. I've heard that before. That's not a real workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was uh that's my story. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. Um, but I could totally resonate with what you're saying about like um. You can go practice and be hardcore, work out, you know, um, and uh, and and be awesome in your, you know, um, that warrior pose. However, there are a lot of moments where I find myself sobbing in yoga um, because your mind is not stuck like somewhere else, but in that present moment. And then when we are not doing anything, when our mind is not busy, right, worrying about all the other stuff, ruminating about the past, then we're in such a present moment and our feelings start to come up. And I yeah. thought yoga gave that to me too. Yeah. Um, and uh, I love like when you brought out, you know, people still like, thought of you as the weird yoga girl back then because <laughs> I started doing yoga in 2001 after 9-11. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it was, um, it was Denise. They need something. I forgot her last name. She was like a um uh, a famous fitness instructor and it was on a DVD. And I popped it on and I was like, okay, cool. This is this is fun. Um, I like the workout, but then it's different when you go to a studio. And that's when I find myself really into my body, into my feelings, and crying. So so I hear you. Yeah, yoga can get us there. Yeah. 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 So now you have your own yoga studio. So 2018, right? 2018 was when you opened up. Or 2011, 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, 2011, we uh, we opened the country location. And then uh, six weeks before the big shutdown, we opened uh, Audubon. So we had two locations. Um, and the one, you know, like I said, uh, the one ran for 10 years. And then, you know, that was amazing because we had people coming in all the time. We had a bunch of instructors. We... Uh, the vibe was good. The walls were bright yellow. The energy was good. It just was. A, it was a good spot for people to come and uh, reset. Right? We just come and reset. Whether you were healing the loss of something or you were trying to uh, get ready for your wedding and manage your stress. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's all kinds. There's all kinds of things. You know, all kinds of reasons we need our practice. But um, yeah. So so once the uh, once uh, the pandemic happened, um, a lot of things shifted and. You know things were different. I knew I'm a I'm a big uh, believer in trusting your gut. My gut has never led me wrong. So my gut was like, the industry has changed. Uh, it's time to you know it's time to make some changes. So we let go of those spaces, and we're running. Um, pri- you know I do a lot of private sessions, and I I do a lot of private classes. So I work on site with businesses that are trying to boost morale. They're trying to help with stress management. They're trying to incorporate some um, you know some self care into their routine for their employees so then everyone's a little bit more productive everyone's a little bit more energized right i teach um i teach one class on tuesdays at lunchtime and you know they all come in and everyone's kind of tired they all leave and everyone's smiling happy and energized and all ready to go back to work so it's pretty cool to to see so um it's been good it's you know it it, again I'm, i'm still able to share the practice we have an online studio i teach live from there three times a week um, and we have a lot of people that take the on-demand stuff. So it's just been really cool. It's been really cool. And, and we had the online studio, we opened, we started that in 2018. So I had gotten used to editing the videos and uploading them and all that stuff. And then COVID hit, COVID hit. And I was like, we're ready to rock. We got ahead. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're ahead. You're ahead. Not knowing that something like that will be needed, right? Like, or 
or something like that will happen. Um, so you were you prepared for that. So yeah. I'm super that's grateful. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, um, I was wondering, like, um, tell me a little bit of a, the background of Soul Yoga Studio. Where did the name come from? Um, when did you feel like, okay, like when did your gut start telling you that you need to start an open a yoga studio, right? Like, tell me the story of like how that came into play. I, so you're going to think I'm nuts, but I, um, <laughs> it was, it was 2000, it was April of 2011 and my classes were always, uh, I, I should start with the, yeah, I'll, I'll get to the logo, but, um, uh, my classes were always packed back then. And it's not, I taught at a karate, stu- a, a karate studio. I taught at the gym. My classes were packed and I always say it's not because I was the best instructor. It's, I was teaching a style that people were gravitating to people. You know, if you have 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour, people that came for the style that I taught wanted to move. Right. So, and there's all different kinds of yoga. So there's different, you know, different, um, avenues for different people. Right. Some people look at me and they're like, I hate power yoga. It's too hard. I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> but so I, um, I was working at Burke at the time. I, uh, I, I was a graphic designer. I was, you know, working all day and then teaching at night. And I found that I was like loving the teaching at night because I would pause. Yeah. Pause. I love that. Thank you. Cause I was curious, like, how did you get started? Like you weren't born a yoga teacher, right? Like, no. Right. So you were a graphic designer. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. And that's, and that's how it ties into the logo. Cause I designed the logo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I, so yeah, so to, I, I got certified in 2002. I started teaching. And so f- for nine years, I was teaching. I was teaching at gyms, at a karate studio. I had built a following um, and and, they, and everyone was getting stronger. Every, it was really cool. And so I um, my friend talks to, uh, she is like, I don't want to say, I guess she's a psychic, but she's a, she's a healer. She's a medium. She does Reiki, energy work. She's amazing. Um, my friend had been talking to her and this was April of 2011. And I'm like, I'm going to call her. I'm just going to like, see what she says. I'm just going to call her. So I called her first time ever. And, and I, I, we still talk about it. First time ever. The first thing I gave her my birthday, I gave her my name and that was it. And, and she just said, um, are you a manager? And I was like, manager? No. Like I was a creative, I was a creative director. I worked for, you know, I, I designed um, brochures for asthma for Merck. <laughs> you know the brochures you see in a doctor's office, like that. Was- that was cool. Awesome. So I, uh, I, uh, I called her and she said, "Are you a manager?" I said, "No." And she's like, "You need to be managing people." And I was like, "What? Is she- what do you mean?" And she's like, "You're a people person. There's a lot of managers that aren't people people, and they're not great managers. Like you would be." And she's like, "What's the reason of the call?" And I said, "I'm thinking about opening a yoga studio." And it's, before I even got the word studio out, she was like, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. She's like, she's like, you're going to find this place and you're going to, it's going to be small, but we want to, we want to start small and get the people in there. And and it was like dead on. So I, I got back. I, I got, it was a rainy day on like a Tuesday. I drove right to Holistic Apothecary, which is my friend Phyllis's um, holistic store. And I was like, I need a cool notebook. She's like, why do you need a notebook? I'm like, apparently I'm opening a yoga studio. Like I need a notebook to start tracking everything. And she was like, what? And this is the crazy part. She was like, there's a space available right next to my my cousin's jewelry place. And that was it. Like I I went, I went with the space. This was April by by September we were open. So then it was like, all right, well, what are we gonna name it? What am I gonna name it? Like all these years of being the graphic designer, now I gotta design my own logo. Like what what's this mean? And I I um I, I always say I'm solar powered. I love, you know, everyone's always more energized than the sun. The sun, I love the color orange. Um 
I was going to call it bliss. I was going to call it bliss. I was like hooked on bliss for a while. And then, um, heart and soul started popping up and, and then there's the word soul. And I was like, Ooh, I like the word soul. I like it. I like it without the U. I like the SOL. I love the sun and it all kind of tied together. I actually have like sketches of the first logo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. But thank you. I haven't shared that story in a while. So thank you for allowing me to, to share that. It's awesome. I love that yeah. story. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I really love that story. Um, and coming from like, and, and also learning that your background, right? Um, and how that came into play in designing the the logo as well, and how you're really creative from the get go. Like before you became a yoga teacher or, or having your own yoga studio, like that creative part of you. Um, I don't know. That was coming to my mind when you were saying that you were designing, you know, brochures for America. Oh, I, I had no clue that you know she's uh, yeah creative, like literally somebody creates, mm-hmm. right? Um, and designs, and uh, I love hearing the stories of yoga teaching. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. Because everybody has like a background of like where it started and how they become who they are now, and how yeah, right. And that's important for the students to learn too, like you know, to people to get to know their yoga teacher. So thank you for sharing that. I like you now. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you. So Angela, you are going to be at the wellness conference again this year. <laughs> I am really excited. <laughs> Today I was like thinking about like, oh, I get to like think about what I'm going to wear. And, and, you know, I just, I've really, it's a, it's a, you put on a good thing, girl. It's a, it's an amazing event. And I can't wait to be a part of it again. This year, I feel like I can promote it even more because I, I knew how much fun it was last year. Like last year, I just walked around in awe, like, this is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look at our first presenter last year. Yeah, and that one, and your class was hot. And yeah, like, it's so fun. Great opener, great opener for the conference. You grounded, right? And and when you were talking about what yoga is for you too earlier, I was thinking about like how you grounded the audience, the attendees last year, and right from the get go from the conference, and how important that was, right? To start off awesome. with grounding exercise. So. So tell us, what are you going to bring different or or is it the same thing? Like, tell us a little bit more about how you envision your yoga class um, this year, this time around. It's funny. It's funny, uh, Majan. I don't really, I, I don't ever go in with a plan. I talk about this all the time, oh, my plan. It's like, I never, I never really? have a scripted. I, I just kind of, I assess the, I assess the, the class. I assess the atmosphere. I assess I, I can pick up on people's energy pretty quickly. And, and um, my intuition has gotten so much stronger in the past two years. So it's, um, I, I know exactly where I can go as soon as I get there. So I put people in child's pose and I know I'm like, all right, here we go. But um, I, obviously it's to energize them. It's to get them um, excited. And, you know, a lot of people, I, I, my thing too is um, if no one's, if, if there's a person there that has never done yoga before, I'm not going to be like pushing them in planks. <laughs> I'm going to, I like, I'm going to like, again, I assess the situation and I see where I can go, where I can push and where I can pull back. And then I want everyone to feel, I've always been really um, good at teaching an all levels class. So I always want everyone in the class to get what they need. The beginner can practice next to the advanced or, or seasoned, as I like to say, um, and still get what they need from class, you know? So I'm excited because I just, um, I have, I, I can read pretty well. And at last year, um, they were all like smiling. The DJ was amazing last year. Um, so I'm just, I'm excited just to be there and share the energy. And it was yeah. funny because the girl that was timing, like the girl that was in time, I kept looking at her. I was like, I don't want to dance. I don't want to dance. Oh, 
But yeah, it was great. So yeah, we're going to 20 minutes just to get them. You know, here's the thing, Michelle, we're sitting too much. We're all sitting too much. The last, the last three years, we've been sitting a lot. So just to like get people standing up with their arms over their head, like people are always like, why is it so hard to straighten my arms? I'm like, because your arms are bent all day. Like you come to yoga and straighten your arms. That's like a big stretch, you know? And, and a lot, I think what we'll work on too is um, like lifting the chin more and rolling the shoulders back. I feel like we're all kind of collapsed forward as a society from like a four-year-old to an 80-year-old. We're all collapsed because of these devices. So um, a lot of my practice has been about opening that area because we're, we're kind of collapsing forward and, and rolling the shoulders and that causes all kinds of stuff. So that and hips, hips are, hips are a big one too. So we'll do some lunges and it'll be good. That sounds amazing. Uh, they, well, the, hips, the, the hips are important. I'll, I'll throw this in real quick. The hips are important because a lot of people have low back stuff going on, low back pain and stuff. And it's usually the hips. When the hips are tight, it's the biggest joint in the body. And it, you know, it does a lot. It walks us around all day. And, you know, we're sitting on that. You know, it's a lot. So um, a lot of hip stuff can help with low back relief. So that is so true. Um, thank you for pointing that out and helping us become aware of like where the tension and all the pressure, right? Like I remember you um, doing an exercise before where, and we open up our chest and we look up in the sky yeah. and, you know, and you said it is because of the devices that we're all so focused on. And, you know, we're always hunched down with our shoulders, you know, and, and that was such a good exercise. Can you give us a sample of that right now? For oh my gosh, yeah, I have to do it with you. Yeah, so we're going to stand up real tall. We're going to stand up, rest our feet. My feet are, feet are about hip-width apart. Bring your hands to your hips, right? So your elbows are kind of facing the back of the room. Press through your feet and think about lifting your heart, lifting your chest a little bit. So all I thought I want you to do first is like lift your heart up to the sky. As you do that, send your elbows back and then very slowly start to lift your chin. The chin's the, chin, the, chin's the final piece, right? Like slowly start to lift your chin so take a big breath in and as you exhale send your hips forward send your elbows back and lift your chin do that again big breath in press to your feet big breath out hips forward elbows back lift your chin let's take one more press through your feet breathe in hips forward elbows back chin lifts as you breathe out and then really slowly come out of that that's huge if i if i can if i can recommend one pose to do throughout the day it's that <laughs> that's about Awesome. Oh, that felt so awesome. And then, and, you know, like I was in, in like the first try, I was breathing in as they lift my chin up, but then I heard you say breathe out as you lift your chin up. And it actually helped me, you know, like um, lean forward a bit more and look back. And that actually felt so much better. Like when well, the we're, breath, we, we hold things, we hold our breath when things get hard. So you take a pose like that and you're like, I can't. And then you have the teacher saying breathe, and you're like, oh, okay, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? yeah. So I, I dropped off a bag of clothes at Green Drop, and I had to give my my, uh, my email address, and there, and I said, Angela, it's soulyogastudio.com, and they're like, oh, you're a yoga teacher? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my neck and my back. So I had them doing that in the parking lot. The whole oh. Oh. I'm like, come on, let's do it real quick. Stand up real tall, put your elbows back, lift your chin. They were like, oh, my gosh, that was hard. <laughs> So that's I one that's gonna, one. Yeah, it's a great one. And I think that's something that I can, you know, share with my clients too, if that's okay with you. Yes. It's, it's, it's so grounding. Even just a few yes. steps. did that practice for like less than a minute. And we, you know, I felt grounded and I just felt that, that just that good stretch and that breathing. It's so yeah. grounding, right? Huge. So, yeah. So thank you for doing that. Um, so 
Now I'm really excited to see you again at the conference. I'm 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 so stoked to see what you have, you know, for us and for the attendees because I'm sure everybody's looking forward to seeing you again um, and leading a yoga session for the conference. So um, now we're going to go to the next part, which is the rapid fire question. This is when I ask you a question and you don't know the questions. And you will answer me with the first thing that comes to your mind, either with one word or a sentence. Okay. Okay. Here we go. The first question, who is a famous person you would like to meet dead or alive and why? Mm. Wow, you stumped me. You stopped my my gut. If, if I'm going with my gut, it's Michael what was your Michael Franti. He's the um, he's the soulful singer. Michael's Franti and Spearhead. Um, I, I've actually have met him at some of his concerts, but not you know I'm we yeah. front row. We were right there. Um, I think he's I think he's super energizing. He he loves yoga. He, his music is powerful. Um, I've been to a bunch of his shows, and there's kids there, and there's there's all kinds of ages just hanging out and. Um, and, and yeah, I just, I would love to, to spend, um, time with him. <laughs> he, leads, he actually leads the other retreats in, in, um, in, in Bali, I think. And oh, are you gonna it, might be, it might, it might be on the bucket list. Well, we'll see. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I would love to see you do that. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So next question. You ready? Yeah. All right. Where would you rather be right now? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's freaking cold out here in the Northeast, but at least the sun is out today. But it's like 29 degrees. I'm like, this is so, you know, deceiving. This is not fair. <laughs> oh, I love the sun down. Go outside. I'm like, oh, crap. I need my gloves and my hat still. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. All right. So here's your next question uh, What's your superpower? I like to train dogs. <laughs> Really? I feel like, I feel like I did not would... expect that answer. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Again. You said to go with my gut. That was my gut. Yes, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I have like, a, I, I love, I have the patience to train dogs. I love it. I love it. I've actually had like friends have me over and like, can you help me train my dog to bump and down the steps? I'm like, sure. Get the tree. Let's do, you know, I, I love it. <laughs> the dog whisperer. <laughs> oh, wow. And you haven't started a business around that yet? No. 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 <laughs> You do have a dog, right? I have two. I have two boxers. They're big, oh, big boys. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, that's something new. Um, <laughs> what's, your, what's your superpower? No, they don't get to ask me questions. Oh, come on. All right. <laughs> I have learned last question for you. God. <laughs> All right. So, what's your weakness? What's your kryptonite? my weakness wow i think i i think i need to, <laughs> this is gonna be funny coming from a yoga teacher but i think i need to focus more <laughs> i don't know i think i think um i think my weakness is i i, I it's yeah i feel like i'm distracted a lot and i don't think the phones help so i'm working on that like my husband will be like why is the fridge open i'm like i don't know i just Took something out of there and i'm answering a text message like i <laughs> yeah this, again this is what you have is good for me but i do i felt lately what i've been working on this will probably explain it better i've been working on time blocking and like chunking out my days game changer game changer so 
Um, and, and that's, that's been helpful because it's helping, helping me be more focused and more productive. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about, um, color street. Oh, okay. Is that okay? When you were telling me about, you know, like staying focused, I'm like, um, you know, you're, you're doing a lot. Like, I mean, you're managing, you know, like, um, a, a yoga studio online and then you're in your teaching classes and you're also going to uh, places and teaching organizations and, and, you know, private yoga sessions. And you also have quality street, which I'm a big fan of. And my daughter is a bigger fan than me. Can you tell our listeners what color street is? Yeah. I love that. I love to see, this is why I can't open a dog business. <laughs> <laughs> This is why. Um, no, so at the beginning of COVID, this it's a great story, actually. Um, one of the, one of the big positives that came out of all of this, but uh, beginning of COVID, I got my nails done for twenty years. I for like two thousand three. I remember going to the Eagles Miami game in Miami, get my nails done, and I never I've never looked back since. I went every two weeks, whether it was a gel mani or, or acrylic. I did acrylics at some point. I, I was all over the place, but I went for twenty years. I like having my toes done because I'm a yoga teacher. My toes are always painted and I like having my nails done. It makes me feel good. I don't, I don't care about like buying a bunch of clothes and buying a bunch of stuff, but I like to have my nails and my toes done. That's like a non-negotiable. So when COVID hit and all the salons shut down, I was like, where am I? I was like losing my mind. You know, not yeah. only was the studio with that whole big mess, but, um, and, and changes. I shouldn't say mess. There's a lot of changes. Um, uh, and we just opened a new studio six weeks before. Yeah. So that was a big thing. My friend randomly gave me a, a set of color street nails, like the light pink, and was like, I think you would love these. And my, I was growing out my gels. The ridges were almost out. Uh-huh. I started doing a color street. I put the fry, I went on YouTube. I Googled it. And I'm like, I'm going to put these things on tonight. I put them on, went on Facebook that night and said, who sells color street? I need to buy many more. <laughs> and, I, and I, so I bought the product for two years. I thought about buying the starter pack. The starter pack was $130, like not a huge investment to like, start a business or to share a product that you love, not a huge investment. So I, I thought about it for a while. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to focus on yoga. And then I decided to do it. I decided to jump in last May. I say, you know what? I'm tired of sending stuff. I was sending everyone to compliment my nails. I was sending them to someone else's link. I'm like, I want my own link. I'm done. Like I want to share the product, but like when you have your own link, you can share the product and reap benefits. So like you cash out after a certain amount, you get free nails, you get free stuff. So that's what I started doing. And then I decided to join. I joined my, the team will tell you, I joined because I wanted free nails. And then I realized there's a lot of opportunity. And like, like as a, as a stylist, you're a part of something way bigger. And, and it's hard if, you know, from running a business and having a brick and mortar to like running everything online was like a big, cha- big change for me. And, and the support of the women that are involved, like game changer, not something I was really used to, right? Like, in my years in corporate, there was a lot of, you know, um, drama, <laughs> we'll just say that. Mm-hmm. And, and with, with this, there's, um, there's a lot of support and everyone wants you to win. And, um, I'm excited cause I, I decided to do a table for the event, the conference. I'm super excited about that. Um, it saves people time. It saves them money for, for moms that have kids and can't get to the salon from pregnant women that don't want to sniff the smells of the salon. You know, these sets are twelve, fifteen dollars. I mean, you can buy three, get one free, or spending forty bucks, and that's a manicure. That's like well, that'll last you longer than a month. Um, so I, I am a little obsessed. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: it makes people feel good, right? Like, like when people feel good, it's so rewarding. So uh, my, my, uh, what I've been doing lately, my, my way of sharing it is to 
who's putting a full set on people. Like they have these accent nails that you can put on, which I've used and I show, I put people, I put them on people in the airport. I'm like, hey, like my nails, let's put an accent nail on. But what I find joy in is showing people how to do a full set, like how to size them, start with your pinkies, end with your thumbs, make sure you cover the whole nail, don't go over the cuticle, like I have a whole thing. And and everyone's like, you should be a traveling manicurist. I'm like, no, that's not the goal is to teach you your first set and then you go run with it. So it's been really fun. It's been awesome girl time. Um, it's just been really fun. It's been great. So yeah, yeah. Everything that you said about it, about how it's cheaper than going to the um to the salon because she's like $40 and it's like three nail colors, right? Um, and I got the designs too. And I worried when I went to um to Hawaii with my daughter and she wore hers and it lasted for like almost a month. I mean, by the third <laughs> week, by the third week, you like, you know, you start to see like cracks, but but that's but it's like a sticker and it doesn't ruin my nails. And if I don't have to, I, we didn't have to sit in a salon yep. to go to the salon. I go to, and then sit in the salon. That makes me antsy, right? Yeah. Um, I like the pedicure because I like sitting on the massage chair and getting gas feet massage. But however, the the nail polish just like you know, like I, I, it takes long, and also the chemicals that you breathe in. Um, and it's fun doing it with my daughter. And my daughter, yes. yes. Well, I've got a daughter look to set her up her own leg for sure. She that's awesome. Yes. And and it's the only it's the only product on the market that's 100 percent nail polish. So a lot of the a lot of the competitive brands are a little cheaper, but a lot of them have vinyl in them and different products. Um, color sheets 100 percent um, nail polish, which is pretty cool. So that's awesome. And and, and, it, and the companies the company started. Um, by this guy, Fa Park, he was in New York city. He was in the, you know, in the car and he looked over and the lady next to him was painting her nails at the red light, blowing them. And then the next red light painting them again. And he was like, there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be a better way. So he invented this whole thing and it's been amazing. It's, it's only, the company's only five years old. Um, they're, 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 we're in Canada right now. We're launching in Germany and, um, very soon, uh, a couple months. And, um, it's, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity. And, um, like I said, the community is pretty awesome. So it's been great. That's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm super excited to have your company, you know, uh, how yeah, wait over there and, you know, and teach the attendees about the benefits of it and also sell nail colors. Cause yeah, a lot of women there and they're going to love it. So yep. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. All right. Well, I want to thank you for giving us your time for today. It's such an awesome getting to know you more. Um, and you're so full of positive energy and I appreciate that about you. Um, and th thank you for sharing a little bit more of who you are, you know, your history, your story. And I love hearing that. Um, so thank you for that. Um, but for with our Diva Girl Radio podcast, we have our guest say the last words. So what will be your parting words of wisdom to our listeners today before we say adios? Focus on the breath, not the chatter. Focus on the breath, not the chatter. The inner, the inner critic likes to arise. <laughs> we need to encourage the inner cheerleader and, uh, and that helps when you focus on the breath, not the chatter. I love that reminder. Thank you, Angela. You're welcome. Thank you, Rosette. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, 
Facebook, and Twitter at Diva Girl Tribe. Become a member and join our Diva Girl 411 Facebook group.